Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Recovered by Gabby Marshall. Here comes Clark. How will she go for history? There it is! The all time leading scorer in women's college basketball. Iowa's Caitlin Clark. A star in women's college basketball, and again with that forty-foot three-pointer. That's insane. That's but that I oh man, like that's storybook because that's how she should have broken the record because she is such a sharpshooter mm-hmm. that it has to be just this absurd. What do you do? No, 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 no. Yes, yeah. there it is. Error ball. No. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And that night. No oh, man, it's it's amazing. That put her over. Uh, excuse me. That um that put her at three thousand five hundred sixty-nine points. Or no, excuse me. Uh, that put her over the three thousand six hundred forty-nine points she had to score. She's now the all-time leading scorer in women's college basketball, and she is a star. And, and I mean, she could I, play I remember, another year at Iowa. I think. I th- no, this is her senior year. Oh, this I, is her senior year. I thought that she had another. She was year. one chirping with uh, Angel oh, she Reese might because last year. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She might because of COVID, but I think this will probably be it. But I mean, I remember I watched the national championship for that reason of like I knew Caitlin Clark was awesome. And I was like, I gotta watch it because she kind of has a little bit of like what Steph Curry did for the NBA and college basketball when he was at Davidson of just like dunks kind of became overrated, like no one really cared anymore, and it did become like the wizard type three pointers. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just been a blast. She's a ton of fun to watch, and like I mean that's like for our generation, like the dunk contest is whatever. Yeah, show me the guy that you know goes on a run or or, or girl that goes on a run and hits like nine threes in a row. Like that's what I care about. Like that's that's the electric factory. I posted the question on Twitter outside of Andy Reid, what coach is actually an upgrade over Sean McDermott? And it's time now to get connected to our fans. Brought to you by Northtown Kia. Shop online at northtownkia.com. Some responses on that. It's going to be on Twitter. We've got a few here. <laughs> Let's go to Ben. He says Shanahan, McVeigh, Steichen, Zach Taylor, Peterson, Stefanski, O'Connell, LaFleur, Campbell, Peyton, and Jim Harbaugh. I think half of those are solely because they're offensive guys. Doug Peterson is actively hurting Jacksonville. Very much so. They yeah. were one of the best, or at least had one of the better records in the NFL and completely fell off a cliff. And in Philadelphia, he had one pretty darn solid year. Again, got really lucky when Nick Foles got hot. And when he lost Frank Reich, that completely collapsed in on itself. So let's not run to Doug Peterson because he won a Super Bowl. Kyle Shanahan? No, I don't want Shanahan anymore. What are we doing in these big games? He's taking advantage of a terrible NFC and getting a Super Bowls and getting run over by the AFC. 
Why would that all of a sudden like work because he has Josh Allen? I don't think he likes quarterbacks like Allen and Mahomes. I don't think he knows how to work with them. That's why he keeps going back to, we hear rumors that he wants Kirk Cousins, that he wanted to draft Mac Jones, that he goes to Brock Purdy and Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't think he works with the Pills at all. I don't think he works with Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes. Sean McVay is somebody I would. Sean McVay is genuinely somebody I would. I think his offense would fit Allen incredibly well. And I think he has shown that in big games, he is very good. He is a very good, I, I don't want to say game manager because it's not true because he can be kind of rough at that time, at, at, at that stuff too. But he has shown that he is just very smart. He knows how to get his guys into good positions and he knows how to coach them up to be in very good positions. I mean, Jared Goff up until these last two years was only serviceable with McVay basically in his headset telling him exactly where to go. Right. So McVay, I can totally understand. Under, understand. Shane Steichen. A year? That's a, a single year in which he did not make the playoffs. That's what we're going off of? <laughs> really? But what is, he's offensive. So I mean, that's, like that's the draw. Listen, it, it's the And offense. I get it. I get it. But like, it's I think not I like Steichen for the fact that he was able to almost make the playoffs. I know almost make the playoffs, but he did it with. A backup quarterback. He did. Garner Minshew. I, was I, like, a blank it, on I like his offensive systems. I do, but it's a single year that he did not make the playoffs. Maybe yeah. give me a year. It'd be year one thing if, like, the single year and it's like D'Amico Ryan's, he wins a playoff game and everything like that. He, there's no way Ben is putting this here for anything other than he's an offensive guy and I like him a lot. As an offensive coordinator, the Eagles are, I have, did not recover from losing him. But. No. No. I just. Shane Steichen, maybe in a year or two, maybe, but not right now. Absolutely not. Zach Taylor, I'm still unsure of how I feel about Zach Taylor, to be perfectly honest. I found um, when um, their offensive coordinator, when I'm blanking on his name, he now coaches with Tennessee. I got to look him up. Uh, Bill Callahan, I think it is, uh, or Brian Callahan. I got to look. This I feel up like real it's quick. Brian. I think it's Brian Callahan. Mm-hmm. Give me one second, and yeah. that is Brian Callahan. Uh, when he got hired by Tennessee, he kind of openly said, that, like, well, Zach Taylor actually calls the plays. I didn't really do that, which was kind of a red flag for me for Tennessee even hiring him, but that's neither here nor there. Taylor's interesting. Uh, I think, though, a lot of it is they have truly elite pieces, and their defense has been amazing. And it wasn't this year when they lost their two safeties. So like, that's going to be an interesting kind of look for the Bills. But they had Burrow, they had Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and then a solid defense. And even then, yeah, they got to a Super Bowl. They lost it. And it really wasn't. It was competitive, yes. They had a chance to win it, but it felt like the Rams were kind of running away with it until OBJ got hurt. And then the next year, they do make it to the AFC Championship game, and they lose to Kansas City. Yeah. So there's a little bit more on the resume there. But, but is it still better than McDermott? I was no. going to say, mm-hmm. in a lot of it, too, is, does anyone even give him any kind of credit? No. Taylor, no. It's kind of Burrow in the defense. I already talked about Doug Peterson. Well, Taylor also, I just want to point out, with since he just ruined mm-hmm. ruined their season, by the way, with the way he handled Burrow's calf injury. Oh, yeah, that was rough. That was, like, you needed to take him out for five weeks mm-hmm. instead of trying to play him through yeah, it. Yeah, funny enough, Jamar Chase was spot on with that of, like, no, 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 just sit. Like, mm-hmm. w- like we'll get you back when you're healthy. Funny enough, he was spot on. They probably would have made the playoff, but then mm-hmm. again, it's a wrist injury that ended up yep. taking him out. But still, no matter what, if you when your player has an injury, just sit him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the moral of the story with that one. But, yeah, Zach Taylor, I don't know. I don't really know. Uh, Kevin Stefanski, get out of here. Get out of here. Kevin I'm Stefanski, done with that. Yeah, get no. out of here. Look, great, great storyline that he was able to get there with five quarterbacks, the whole thing. 
and it was basically piecemeal together. That was all defense. Their defense carried them for much of the year. The entire and, season. And Flacco went on a heater that eventually fell apart. Right. Are we going to give Kevin Stefanski the credit there? Of throwing back-to-back pick sixes in the playoffs? Yeah, I, because like, we can. We can do that. And then he should not be on this list. Yeah. It's like, just... Kevin Stefanski, no. And again, you're going to get to a point, too. Like They had to go They had to go in a heater because Nick Chubb got hurt. They would not throw that ball nearly as much as they did. They mm-hmm. just wouldn't have. They needed to. No. Kevin Stefanski, no. Kevin O'Connell, I think is interesting. I'd like to see what he can do with a young quarterback with the Vikings. No. LaFleur is somebody, yes, I, I kind of am, am there. I really, really liked what LaFleur's done. He's not going anywhere, though. With a young Green Bay team. Mm-hmm. Well, no, and, and, and yeah. again, this is just more, Yeah. if you had your pickings outside Andy Reid, who would you like? Right. Dan Campbell. Are we sure it's not just Ben Johnson? I like what Campbell's built, but are we sure Biting it's not just Ben Johnson? Biting people's kneecaps. We've got to watch it with him. But I, don't, mm-hmm. I like Dan Campbell. I do, too. I think he brings that fire to the team, yeah. and he's the reason... I mean, look at he's turned that franchise around. Right? Absolutely, like one hundred percent. But were... I'm sure on offense, it's not Ben Cam- uh, uh, Ben Johnson. Dan Campbell goes for it on fourth down. So does McDermott. Mm-hmm. Like his I... whole thing, Campbell goes for it more. Yeah. But McDermott's always been Mc... aggressive. He's still and, he, and yeah. he's gotten there where in big games he's no longer afraid to. That was his initial thing early on. Where look at the playoffs, he went for it a couple terrified. times this season. Yeah. Now we're now we're fine. Sean Payton, enough. Hot take here, oh. but I could maybe an upgrade Dable. No, no. I don't th- no, I think Dable I runs too hot. I yeah. think Dable runs way he, too hot. He is a great offensive coordinator. I think him and McDermott, mm-hmm. whatever you know, whatever they they went through, they're clearly that that handshake on the field after the Giants game, there was something. Yep. But Dable, I think, would be more of an enabler for the crazy Josh Allen. That you know what I'm saying? See, I don't think so. I think he'd be fine. Which that was Josh's best seasons is when Dable was his offensive coordinator. My fear is that he runs too hot. You saw it a number of times on the sideline Start last year, screaming, and this year freaking where he's out, freaking mm-hmm. out. And I do wonder if like that just falls. I mean, they fell off a cliff this year. Made the playoffs last year, won a playoff game, and then immediately tailspin. I know that is a popular topic as well. Of like, would you have traded Dable for for McDermott and had Dable just take over? After this year, I'm not sure. Last year, we could have a conversation. This year. No, I'm, because I'm the, the Giants have completely reversed and gone reversed down the course, and we have no idea where they're going. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean Payton, no, absolutely not, absolutely not. Look at how he, Russell Wilson right now is probably in the worst place Den- in Denver, his career. Yeah, Denver mm-hmm. is is in no man's land, having no idea what to do. And even when he was in, with New Orleans, yes, he won the Super Bowl in '09, never made it back again. Bounty Gate, Bounty Gate was a disaster. And after they win the Super Bowl, they go through a number of seasons of being seven and nine and garbage. Mm-hmm. Only to once they had that second iteration with Breeze, it's just horrifying playoff loss after horrifying playoff loss. Yeah, for Jerry. So Goff like, if if, if you're ups- if you're upset with McDermott in the playoffs, you're just going to be as mad, but with Sean Payton. Like yeah. it's it's going to be the same thing. And then Jim Harbaugh, Harbaugh freaks me out. I I like, now that the Chargers have Harbaugh, it freaks me out. Well, I think he's actually going to produce a Justin Herbert. That is up to its full potential. We'll see. Like we'll that's see. the crazy thing. But it freaks me out. I will say though, you've got that's a shelf life. Even at Michigan, mm-hmm. there were talks of him and the AD not getting along. Him, and the president of the university, not getting along. Yeah, because he does what he wants at the end. He of the does day. what he wants, mm-hmm. and it was the same in San Francisco. There was a lot of tension there that eventually led to him leaving. You got like a five-year, six-year window there, and you better hope it hits. Well, here's the thing. I think truthfully, they have so much talent on that team. Mm-hmm. And it just Brandon Staley was mm-hmm. giving away games. He truly was. And yep. yeah, you didn't have Herbert because he broke his finger and a couple other things where he was out for a couple games. Oh right? yeah, yep. But you haven't seen a quarterback be able to do what Allen does until Herbert kind of came on the scene. Yeah. You're like, okay, this is this is the the second coming, right? Mm-hmm. He's got that cannon of an arm, right? He's somewhat mobile. If you actually utilize it, like you know, I I assume Harbaugh would. But look at 
national championship, for example, with Harbaugh, right? Yeah. They threw 10 times. Well, and this thing, too. Like, Harbaugh, they did not throw. Harbaugh's systems typically are very run-heavy. Yes. So I'm interested to see what they do with Herbert there. It's, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. I, they're going to totally take Blake Horm in the draft, man. They're totally <laughs> going to do it. Because Eckler's gone. There's no chance. They're going to they're gonna draft he Blake He had Corm. such a down year. There's no way they keep him yeah. around. They're yeah. going to draft Blake Horm, and it's going to be hysterical. Mm-hmm. Vinny tweets in, I would take John Harbaugh and Kyle Shanahan. Shanahan, I've already kind of talked about, like, you're just – he's. I think he's a very good coach. I think he also gets in his head way too much. And you're kind of just asking for more problems. And I don't really think Allen fits his offensive system at all. I just want to point out, too, what's the Bills' record against him? I don't even know. What is it? Uh, I believe, well, they remember that one comeback game they won last year where Poyer picked off Jackson in the end zone? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you yep. thought they were losing that game? They won that one, and then they won in the divisional round. I don't know the other head-to-heads, but in oh, recent times. Yeah, that's Harbaugh. That's Harbaugh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and, and then he also he has John Harbaugh here, which I will tell you, most of Baltimore wants him fired. Mm-hmm. They don't want really Harbaugh there anymore. That's kind of become a contentious topic. And again, let's go to the playoffs. They've had the one seed again, and they completely reverted course when they played Kansas City. Yeah, they went to a completely, they went to a scheme that they didn't do at all. Yeah, they completely changed everything that they were. That's what you want. No. Oh, right. He won the Super Bowl in 2012, so he must be willing to do it again. Historic run by Joe Flacco. It takes a lot of luck. It takes a ton of luck. You have to be both good and kind of lucky to win a Super Bowl. It's 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 tough. It's it it's that's always painful to hear. But it's kind of what I, I I made mention of it in the in the first hour. How many Hall of Famers do the Bills realistically have on their team right now? Realistically, one. Mm-hmm. It's Josh Allen, Von Miller, yes, but he made his Hall of Fame career in Denver. In Denver, when in he single-handedly past. won a Super Bowl and things along Stephon those lines. Stephon Diggs yeah. is maybe heading towards there, but I would not say he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. I just wouldn't. How many do the Chiefs have? Four, maybe five. I mean, Tyreek Hill is going to go to the Hall of Fame. They won a Super Bowl with him. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes, it, without a doubt, now Travis Kelsey, the greatest receiving tight end of all time, he's going. Chris Jones outside of Aaron Donald, is the best defensive tackle in football, and he has been for like five years. He's going. Yeah. Andy Reid, we, we've had this talk now. He might be the best head coach of all time. Look at what he did with the Eagles and the Chiefs. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They didn't win a Super Bowl with the Eagles, but he I mean, he took those teams to the next level Yeah, because they were not nearly as talented as you know the Tampa Bay teams that they lost to in the NFC and Championship. And he drafted both Kelsey brothers. Oh, wow, he did. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's right. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. And then he goes to the Chiefs, and he makes them very competitive with Alex Smith. He made Alex Smith a 4,000-yard passer. Mm-hmm. Like that alone, gold jacket, done. Don't even need to talk. Gold jacket. Yeah. And now he's won three Super Bowls with Pat Mahomes. With Patrick Mahomes. Company, yeah. Andy Reid is going into the Hall of Fame. And Steve Spagnuolo has won four championships as a coordinator. I don't care what he does as a coach. He's probably going. He has to. Because... I mean, like, you kind of have to wash away the coach yeah. aspect of that, but he he put it together when he needs to, and there's no other DC yeah. that's doing what he's doing. Sorry, and, and it's just not. and that's my thing is it. I think it's a tough conversation to have, but it's partially why I'm excited mm-hmm. to restart is because I think this team is drafting very well. I think they know how to develop, but they haven't drafted as well as the Chiefs in even before being at McDermott because Travis Kelsey was on there before those guys showed up, and he was great before Mahomes showed up. Yeah. And that's that's the painful part, is that for me at least that's was that was the coming to the realization. As close as you were to them, there's a reason why they're a dynasty. 
They've got four or five Hall of Famers on that roster alone. And I think even if the Bills won the Super Bowl this year or last year or even in 2021, the number maybe goes up to Allen and Diggs. That's it. But, you know, Poyer and Hyde, I love them. They're not getting in. They're great in Bills history, but not NFL history Mm -hmm. necessarily. Does maybe Matt Milano get more of a look? Maybe. But we lost a year where he could have been an All-Pro pretty early. He gets hurt in, what, week four, week five? Yeah, very tough. Trey White may have been on that trajectory. Then he's he had two horrifying injuries. Yeah. yeah, he's mm-hmm. had two injuries, so he's out. You just you can't help but ultimately look at Trey White, and you know we were talking free agents earlier. Is that a guy you cut now because of the injury proneness? And mm-hmm. it, will he ever come back to what he was? You have you have Rasul Douglas. Those guys. That's another conversation. It's but, a fair conversation yeah. to have, man. Let's go to Rob here on the line. Rob, good morning. How are we doing today? Gentlemen, how are you doing this morning? I'm I'm uh, thoroughly enjoying this conversation you guys are having about the coaches and everything. And my mind is, is going a mile a minute as you guys are talking. I love Sean McDermott. I've loved what he's always done. Of course, there was some decision-making that he made um, since he's been that we didn't always mm-hmm. agree with, like um, squib kick. Uh, I didn't <laughs> to bring that up. Um, anyways... If I was to have any other coach from the NFL coach for the Buffalo Bills, it would be Dan Campbell. Definitely Dan Campbell. He is a player's coach. He's very passionate. He wears his emotions on his sleeve, but he's a very smart individual. I, I personally think he would fit well in Buffalo as a coach. So uh, I think so, that, too. Gentlemen? Yeah, Rob, uh, thanks yeah. for the call. I think so, too. I, I like the answer, Dan Campbell. I'm not necessarily there yet with Rob. I think my two are Sean McVay and Matt LaFleur. I can Campbell's right there, though. Yeah. And, and I, he's spot on. He's a player's coach, and, and man, he does wear his emotions on his sleeves. He cries a lot, and he gets me going. Like, he tells, I'm not the, even he tells the guys how it is, too. He's yeah. like, you know what? We won. I'm going home to have a beer. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, and and just... I like Campbell, and, and that's right. I mean, he comes off. I mean, you, you joked about it, too. Like, you know, we're biting kneecaps and stuff like that. <laughs> came off like a crazy person. He like did. his introductory press conference is still we know the success legendary. now. Yeah. It's legendary. Mm-hmm. We know the success now and it's still difficult to get past it. But he has shown he's a very smart individual. He knows how to get his team to success. The Detroit Lions, I mean, you want to talk about zero foundation. Zero foundation. Mm-hmm. And when he got there, you know, guys like Calvin Johnson and then Matthew Stafford, two icons in, a, you know, a, I guess a successful period of their team. But well, the the most to that point, probably. You know what yeah, I mean? Outside like, of like the 40s. Yeah, out of, yeah, yeah. right. Outside of 30 gone. years ago. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. are gone. And within three, four years, he's in the NFC Championship game and should have won it. But on the Dan Campbell thing as well, let's say Dan Campbell's our coach or we're in, we're in Detroit doing this show. How are callers feeling about that? Uh, that that mm, that loss in the championship game. Mm-hmm. What do they have a twenty four to seven point lead? Yeah, and they and they lost? blew it. It was the Chargers Jacksonville two point but little little better. I mean, I mean, Bob <laughs> brought it up too. I mean, like thirteen seconds, he called script kit, which is funny, but <laughs> I loved it. But like that's going to be a thing for Detroit now, where they sit there and go, "We lost it. We could have beaten Kansas City. Like we were playing better than anyone. We could have done it." They like, did beat Kansas City in the opening game of the season. They that beat them in the rematch. opening game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, that would have been, been a rematch. rematch. Mm-hmm. There we go. And here's the thing, too, just quickly about Dan Campbell. He's a McDermott-esque type of coach, right? That player's coach about mm-hmm. the culture more than anything, yeah. right? 
He's a more emotional Sean McDermott. That's what I. That's what I would say. Yeah. Like he's he's out there a little more out there a little more emotional. I think that's why he'd be a lot of people's pick because he's something sort of familiar that would kind of fit into what mm-hmm. is already here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of where I'm getting on that. But listen, I get at, the, at the I get end it. of the day, I know we're talking hypotheticals. I think the best man for the job is the man that's currently employed in the position. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. I, and I think that's where I'm coming off of this is, like, look, like you're not going to prize Sean McVay from L.A. No. L.A. is desperately trying to keep him, like, They want the him because he's the one keeping them in, in yeah. the— they're, yeah. they're desperately trying to make sure he doesn't retire and decide, you know what, I'm 35 years old, I've got my ring, I'm done. Made my money, got my ring, I'm out. They're yeah. desperate. Mm-hmm. Matt LaFleur has kind of made Green Bay his own, and now he's got his— guy in Jordan Love like he's not having to cater to Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers he's got his guy in Jordan Love they've got a young team he's obviously staying I just wish at that point every like, team you're like hoping if you fire Sean McDermott you're hoping and praying that a Ben Johnson a Bobby Slowick hits that's what you're hoping for mm-hmm. that you hire them and hope they hit as much as you can believe it let's go to them as well Ben Johnson I really like I really really do Bobby Slowick their game against the Ravens, I was furious with them. Kept trying to run it on first down when Devin Singletary couldn't get a yard and a half. Just kept going to the run. Every coach in the NFL is infuriating to their own fan base. I think that's the thing as well. I didn't grow up in the 90s. But I will tell you, I would have been somebody after like Super Bowl II asking for Marley Lee's job. I probably would have been that fan. Mm-hmm. Because at a certain point, I would have been, and I've heard the talks about McDermott as well, of like, what are we we're, doing? We're not getting there. We're not getting there. We're we're hitting the same reset button every you know? season. And yeah. and I would, you know, go to the, the stories that I've heard endlessly at this point. They were partying too much the night before the first Super Bowl. And then in Super Bowl, the, well, the second Super Bowl, not Super Bowl two, but the second one against Washington. Where's Thurman Thomas's helmet? What are we doing? Yeah. I've but watched in, that documentary, The Four Falls of Buffalo, probably a hundred times. It's painful. Yeah. But in reality, I go back to it. The one Super Bowl they really should have won is the first one. They should have beaten the Giants. Right. You had that game. Yeah. They had it. And but let's you, be honest, you were not nearly as talented as the Dallas Cowboys. No. Like, the, like those two teams were better than you. And if San Francisco got in, maybe it's a closer game. But I think San Francisco is probably more talented than you. You're kind of looking at an opposite of what the AFC and NFC are I think today. so. That's kind of what you're looking, you're looking at. San Francisco is the 90s Bills. Mm-hmm. They're very talented. Very good. Very good. And we'll have multiple Hall of Famers. But but George Kittle? And Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Brock Purdy? Not Mahomes. We're not even talking, not even talking not about even it. Not even close to Mahomes. McCaffrey's amazing. McCaffrey's absolutely amazing. Right, but so is Thurman Thomas, right? Thurman Thomas, absolutely mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. You know, it's like a rever- uno reverse on the AFC NFC. It, it's like, that's funny. What it is. Like I, mm-hmm. you know, I'm looking at, it, I'm like, in, in in coaching, Kyle Shanahan, he's not Andy Reid. Nope. Just like you know, Marv, great. Not Jimmy Johnson. And Johnson didn't even coach for very long. He got his two Super Bowls and was like, all right, I'm going to Miami. I'm leaving. I'm gone. Yeah. And it's it's it it it's painful. It's a hard realization. But again, this is why I'm excited. To maybe, I don't want to say get the dead weight off. That's a terrible way to put it. But to get younger. To maybe hit on some more of these picks. We, I mean, Joe, you, you've listened to the station. You've heard people. I mean, I've talked to you about it. About how many calls we get about people, you know, in season being furious. They're not playing rookies. About to get your wish. Yeah. You're about to get your wish. Because you're going to have to. Yeah, there's no other choice than to play the rookies. And I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that. Because, look, the Chiefs are not going to be this team forever. They're just not. They weren't even this season. Yeah, they they were very beatable. This is the most beatable Chiefs team yeah. you could have played in the playoffs. But they got hot in the playoffs, and they go on a run, and it's because they have the Hall of Fame talent. Yeah. But I look at the young Bills players they have now. I saw a stat yesterday. Allen to Shakir was, I think, maybe like the most potent 
quarterback to wide receiver connection, or maybe maybe most efficient, I think is probably the better way to put it. Mm-hmm. Most efficient quarterback to wide receiver connection. He, he's in his second year. You've got Allen. He's under 30. Yeah. Dalton Kincaid broke Bill's records. And really, right away, and, and it really, wasn't even a full season where he was I, starting. Yeah, yeah, and I'd wonder how Kincaid would look if they didn't have Knox there, if they weren't trying to use both of them. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see how that looks. James Cook was, I think, fifth or sixth in the league in rushing, maybe even higher. He was number one for quite a while. Yeah. He was he was right up Terrell there. Bernard, mm-hmm. in his second year, pops off mm-hmm. into a point where we're all sitting there going, yeah, Tremaine Edmonds, bye-bye, we're, we're, we're fine, yeah, we're good. And, and you think the Khalil Shakir experiment was over. Nope, nope, yeah. he's, he's, a, he's your slot guy now. He's we're your good. slot receiver, yeah. We're fine. Mm-hmm. And this year, they're walking in with 10 draft picks in a loaded draft class. Yeah. And that's the that's the thing, right? You look at the Bills and the Chiefs comparing Super Bowl champions, right? Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes got a lot done with a better team around him, I would say. Like you said, the Hall of Fame talent around him. Yep. Allen's doing a lot more with a lot less, I will say that, just by himself. Well, and, 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 on face value, looking at both of them, if you get those Hall of Fame pieces around Allen and the Bills... Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, that, that team is going, Allen is going to take that step over Mahomes. That's what you need to do. You need to fill these positions with guys who can actually make a difference and yep. do that, like the Chiefs have. And they, they drafted. Mahomes' stuff, the, the money, the cap, it hit. And, that's and they got thing. younger, and it worked out for them. That's, Look and, at them and, as and a template. Exactly. Yeah. I think they're just a year ahead of the Bills because that's where they've always been. When yeah. they got Mahomes, they were already a perennial playoff team that just needed the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And now they've kind of run through that first stage. They got a Super Bowl because they did get their Mahomes, Allen. I mean, Mahomes is the, the guy. They got that quarterback. Yeah. And they hit. But look at Manning and Brady, too, for the comparison, right? Yep. Brady had a better team around him than Manning did with the Colts, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's the same situation. Yeah. You're looking at the identical situation. And you know it's what, crazy. Though? And even speaking on that, I get more solace in the sense that I haven't seen Allen play a truly atrocious game against the Chiefs. No. Outside of maybe 2020. He plays his best football in he Arrowhead. Play, he plays his best yeah, he plays his best ball in Arrowhead. For much of the early parts of those two careers, that rivalry, Brady Manning, Manning was atrocious Horrible. against Brady. Yeah. I could mean, not like, could not play football. Specifically him could not play football picks, in Fox. Picks, picks, fumble, everything. Just turnovers. He couldn't do anything. Get younger. Focus more on offense. Lean into the fact that you have a defensive head coach who is getting the most out of these defensive players. And I think you've got something much sooner than you would think. Because it's not always the team. The Chiefs won two Super Bowls in a rebuild year and a year where they were not very good. Mm -hmm. Just based off everyone's opinions. Yeah. And that's why I still have faith with the Bills. Because even with wide receiver, you know, we didn't get to go through it today. You know, hopefully maybe next week I'll be able to. But like first round wide receivers... Oh, they come in and they produce. Second-round wide receivers come in and produce pretty much across the board outside of the clear busts. I don't think this is like as negative. Initially, after the Super Bowl, I was very negative. Now, I'm starting to feel all right. Again, we would love to hear your thoughts. 803-0550. Is there a coach that you definitively would love to have over Sean McDermott? Or are you kind of where me and Joe are at where, outside of maybe Reed, there's not many more that you can honestly say are better. Again, love to hear your thoughts. 803-0550 is the number. We'll keep running on this topic after a quick timeout. You're listening to the Extra Point Show here on WGR. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I need three of those things, baby. We ain't done yet. We ain't done yet. Kansas City, we will be back here next year. And for those... Who won't Grace Jones go? I ain't going nowhere, baby! Chiefs star defensive tackle Chris Jones there at the Chiefs Super Bowl parade, which, of course, basically following that, turned into tragedy. About 22 people were shot, one yeah. person killed. Um, however, it does look like uh, 21 other people who were injured are going to make a full recovery, which is phenomenal to hear, but terrible, terrible situation. On the Chris, sick. Oh, terrible. On the Chris Jones point, though, uh, his agent was not happy about that. He, nope. he tweeted about it and was like, all right, bartender, cut him off. Yeah. Well, he's like, he's like, ah, oh, you want to see it. He, he wants that third ring, so he's making it sound like Apparently. he's going to stick around and all that. And the, agent, uh, he says the agent's now, like, we need some money. Yeah, Come he on. says that now until the agent's like, okay, we can push them for this because most teams are willing to give you this. And Tyreek wanted that, though. And then and they, they got rid it. of him. And they yeah. got rid of him. Mm-hmm. And I... Would not be surprised if the Chiefs do it again where they're like, nope, okay. Like, you know, Carl Loftus will be our, our, our new defensive line key piece. Different position, but both on the D-line. Should we just add Chris Jones to the Bills roster with Ed Oliver, Daquan Jones? Oh, man, we will not be able to afford him. Like, that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> could if, he you does, imagine? if he does not could sign you imagine, with, though? If he does not sign with the Chiefs, <laughs> he is going he's, he's gonna not go to, here. Yeah. <laughs> he is going to a bad team who is like, we really need, like, a foundational piece on our defense. And we'll give you Carolina. a lot of money until you retire. Carolina. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push Carolina until the earth caves in. <laughs> Them or Chicago, because Chicago released Cody Whitehair and Eddie Jackson, and they freed up $21.7 million in cap space. They already were third in the NFL in cap space going into free agency. Like, Chicago, the rebuild they should have should be very quick if they get Caleb Williams and a wide receiver like Malik Neighbors at nine. And if they add, like, a Chris Jones in because they overpay for him. Yeah. They'll be good very, very quickly. Been talking a lot in the second hour here. Uh, I posted to, twi- to Twitter. We've been taking your responses. Your calls as well, are, as well are always welcome to 803-0550 if you want to jump in on this. And it was just outside of Andy Reid. What coach is actually an upgrade over McDermott to you? And we've taken a few responses. I- I've seen some that you know are, are throwing in a lot of names. Uh, Steve tweets in, none. It took Reed 20 years to win the Super Bowl. Year in and year out, his teams were always good enough to win it. Kind of a career mirror for McDermott, except McDermott has more W's through seven years. I don't know for sure about that, but I could be correct. I know I know Reed made it to four straight NFC championships early in his career, only won one of them. It's really hard to win a Super Bowl, and the more shots you have, the better chance it happens. I agree with that. And again, to kind of my point as well, 
the Chiefs have gone on this dynasty because I think they are just the best team of the generation. Like, it's of the 2020s, like, they're the best team. 100%. They have more Hall of Famers than most. I think it's also fair to say they maybe have the most physically talented quarterback of all time in Mahomes, who very willingly went to a long ball quarterback and then transitioned into, I'll just kill you with you know death by by a thousand cuts mm-hmm. and and really there was no painful period to do that he just did it and that's where i think Allen needs to improve of the willingness to do that yeah and to just be very efficient very methodical and he hasn't gotten there yet you already no, mentioned we'll though we say uh i forget who he was with um a golf tournament that, no radio row for the super bowl oh okay um okay. he was with chris sims that oh, makes sense. He t- he talks to Sims a ton. Yes, and uh, who's his co-host? Mike Florio. Mike Florio. Yes, oh, thank boy. you. That's right. It is Florio. And they were they were talking about you know like the end of the season, of mm-hmm. course, and um, you know the turnovers and things like that. Yeah. And Alan mentioned he's like when he injured his shoulder. Yeah. He would throw it. He's like, oh, didn't like that. And, like he would have to, he would have to change. Like well, that was, he had that was to change a couple things. His, yeah. his UCL injury in his elbow last season mm-hmm. was a thing too, where it didn't affect the long balls much. It affected the short passes. Yeah, and and so, and so maybe we're being aggressive on Allen when it's real. It's like no, the two injuries he's picked up have actually affected the short ball. And of course, they're on the throwing arm. Like it just doesn't help. Always, yeah, of course, it, it can never be the off throwing arm. But gotta love no. that. But. If it's not that, he does need to improve because yeah. Mahomes has readily gone to it and has had no problems and has won two Super Bowls off an offense that most of us would agree has not been the best Chiefs no. offense. Yeah, I mean, Kadarius Tony, they did the best thing they they could ever do and just sat him. Yeah, healthy and they active. won. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh man, that is crazy. How, like, how Kadarius Tony went from a freak athlete out of Florida people, to nothing. Yeah, to like truly it is better to not have him on the field. Absolutely crazy. He, and then he went on Instagram Live and he's like, they're lying about my They're injury. lying about my injury. Yeah. I'm I'm healthy. I'm healthy. Oh. What did you do that for? That was crazy. <laughs> uh, Maniac tweets in, there isn't one, but let the angry callers tell you different. We haven't actually taken any angry callers, which is nice. No. I mean, or... I'm, all, I'm always willing to scrap. I mean, it's a Friday morning. The sun's kind of out. I know. I'm ready for my moon to be affected. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm always ready. Listen, I, I think – I don't think we have angry callers because I think everyone's kind of at the same point, right? The team rallied around McDermott. After everything that happened this, this, during this, the season, this was one of his better coaching jobs. One of his better coaching jobs. They he, he they led the team on a run that they got they got the two seed in the AFC. And I'm it, I'm I'm telling you, man. And I'm I'm very willing to be proven wrong when next season rolls around. I think they went to a war a more run heavy offense because they realized fairly quickly on we do not have the wide receivers to make this offense work. When they thought Sherfield and Hardy could hit, and they didn't. And they were like, okay. But our offensive line is healthy, and our running backs are solid, and we can get them into space. Let's go to that, and let's go to a short passing game. And that's what they had to do to not have a wasted season. And you're right. They got the two seed. Miami still can't beat them. For as fun as they are on offense, still can't get past them. It's hysterical every year at this point. Well, a lot of Miami fans you saw after the loss attribute that to maybe they need to move on from Tua. Do you think that just quick? Do you think that's what the I I don't think Tua. I I think he's been fine. I wake up. Oh, okay. This is going to be fun then. I wake up every day praying to every religion I know that they pay him big money. Hmm. I, I like Tua. I think he's a really good guy. I like his story. I think really since his touchdown pass against Georgia, he has been overhyped. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like that's like day one. That's why I say he's just been fine. He's, like, he's, he's been he's, fine. He's, he's serviceable. Has, he has a mm-hmm. solid to – serviceable arm is actually probably the best way to put it. He cannot play in cold weather. Mm-mm. Remember when he, he was – cannot go to a second read. Yeah. He's Remember? not mobile. He's small. 
he is an outlier in almost every category you look at with a quarterback. He's an outlier in almost every single one. He's not mobile. Like yeah, He's anything. small. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a bazooka. No. And he's not a guy that can like just make plays happen out of nowhere. He is a one-read quarterback. Mm-hmm. And you saw it when they played good teams. I mean, that was the whole thing. When they played over 500 teams, it was a disaster outside yeah. of Dallas. Well, because Dallas is the same way as them. Dallas is the NFC version of them, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so and, that's and so, just all it is. Yeah, I, I, every every morning I wake up and the first thing I say is, I hope I'm going to open up my phone and find out that Miami paid to elect, like an eight-year contract Here's worth like $250 million. You mentioned one read quarterback, which is 100% accurate. Mm-hmm. They throw the Bills throw off his timing. If it's if the two second timing to Tyreek on the outside doesn't work, there's nothing else he can do. Yeah, there's he gets not swallowed a, up and not a, sacked in the pocket, or he throws it away. Yep. The Bills know how, they play him twice a year. It's a divisional opponent. That's the thing about it, right? Yeah. You know how to neutralize him, and they have. So mm-hmm. I just had to ask about Tua because I think he's been fine. Yeah. I think they will pay him though, yep. and I don't and, know and, if that's and, the best thing for Miami. And one thing I did I did want to say we were talking a little bit in, in the break as well about it is just because we we're talking the Hall of Fame talent that the Chiefs have, and Chris Jones is coming up. You know, we'll see if if Kansas City is able to pay him, but they did move off a guy who was getting older who wanted to get paid and was a key member in Tyreek Hill. So mm-hmm. it's not like they have a precedent of. Of being like, no, no, we got to bring back everybody. Like they've been willing to move, move on, mm-hmm. and they've now won two Super Bowls post Tyreek. So mm-hmm. let's not act like they're going to definitively bring back Chris Jones. If he's not on the field, though, the Bills take a four point lead over Kansas City in that divisional round game. Yes, there's well over a minute left. I get that, but it is different than 13 seconds where they only needed a field goal to win. Yeah, where or, or to tie. Excuse me, they would need. A touchdown to win. I get the Bills and only stop them once up to that point. But let's not act like and, and it's and it's tough to do it in the moment in the moment because they hadn't really stopped him all day and you have that sinking feeling. But let's not act like there wouldn't have been one play by the Bills to win that game. There could have been. Mm-hmm. Diggs catches but Chris that ball. Jones, mm-hmm. Yeah, Diggs catches that ball, but Chris <laughs> Jones is a game wrecker. Yeah. And He's notoriously a game record. It, he it, it's he not, did it throughout the playoffs. Yeah, the entirety of the playoff run. He he ruined touchdowns for Purdy in the Super Bowl. He had Debo Samuel wide open. Mm-hmm. Chris Jones right I mean, in front game of game record. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So like that's I, and don't get me wrong. Yes, the Bills are searching for that. They put a ton of money in the defensive line, and they have and Oliver might end up being that. You don't know. He, he might. He's we'll shown flashes out. of it. It's and, if he can do it yeah. consistently. And he went quiet in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But again, another year. Maybe he produces more. I, yeah. and, and and we get there to where he is. Chris I think with Jones. McDermott as your coach in the defensive mind, you're only going to see him get better. And that's the positive of mm-hmm. McDermott for sure. We'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to the phones. We've got Jeff on the line. Jeff, how are we doing this morning? Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, uh, you know, disappointing because, like you say, we always seem to get right to that uh, that threshold and we just can't get through it. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you know, you guys, I was thinking about it, I was listening, and you were talking about Miami and, uh, you know, uh, I loved it. I got to say, watching that game, I watched that game. I says, man, all Miami had to do was win it home, and they couldn't get it done. They got to be scratching their head. They got to be shaking their head, going, "Hey, what do we got to do here?" I mean, if you look back at it and the way we came back from six and six and so on and so forth, yeah, you got eleven Dermot. Uh, you know, I mean, there's a lot of. A lot of other options out there. I did grow up in the 90s. As a matter of fact, I, I've been watching the Bills since uh, probably about 72. So count your blessings now by the W's. And, and mm-hmm. you got a solid team because uh, a lot of 2-14, and 4-12 and 12 seasons I've been through. And I, I just look back at last year and I go, hey, yeah, we didn't make the Super Bowl. But you know what? 
neither did 30, what, or 27 other teams make the playoffs. So mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah, absolutely. Jeff, thanks for the call. And, and Yeah, I, I, yeah. There's only going to be one happy team. We've heard yeah. it all offseason, right? That's mm-hmm. what Allen has said at every press conference. There's only one happy team at the end of the season. And it's true. And the team yeah. has been the Chiefs for two years now at the end of the season, yeah. hoisting a trophy. Yep, I, and, and I they think, have. They have. And I think that's, you know, the, the narrative of the villain is now showing up, right? The classic adage of if you live long enough, you live long enough to see yourself become the villain, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well the, the people Chiefs... hated the Bills in the 90s because they just kept going back to the Super Bowl and the AFC and losing, right? Yeah. They mentioned that in the Four Falls of Buffalo. Mm-hmm. People started not to like the Bills because they just kept going back and losing, taking opportunities away from other AFC teams. That was their reasoning, right? Mm-hmm. The Chiefs keep going back and winning. That's the difference, right? And it's like the Patriots with Brady. They kept going back and winning. Mm-hmm. It's just people don't want to see the same people playing well, every and, year. And, and that's the thing. That's where I, the I villain narrative the comes from. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, you get the villain narrative. But it's it's kind of the same with when you're rooting for your own team. I've seen a lot of people say – Essentially, like, it's the definition of insanity. We're doing the same thing over and over again. I don't agree with that at all. They have different coordinators now this year. And I'm excited for the combine to find out if, if McDermott's calling the plays or Babbage is calling the plays. I think Babbage is calling the plays. I don't think he stays in Buffalo if he's just going to be a mouthpiece for McDermott. I think he's calling the plays. Brady now comes in as the OC officially and will likely have more of his fingerprints on the offense because he was essentially using Ken Dorsey's playbook and trying to Frankenstein it to make it work so that they don't have a lost season. McDermott, yes, is still the figurehead, but they're going to change players. They're going to have rookies. We're losing players on, on throughout the team, mainly on defense. It's not the same team, but when the same guy is, is McDermott and the same quarterback is Allen, I can understand the feeling of it's the same story over and over and over again. But yeah. it's not. It is different. It's the same. Like Miami is going to be looking at next season and having this kind of same thought of, like, what do we do? I mean, like that. Like, I guess that's my thing, Joe. Too is like there are teams that are in way worse positions than the Bills. I would say the Dolphins are one of them. They kind of seem nowhere at quarterback. They seemingly have a very good coach in Mike McDaniel, who I do like, but they can't beat five hundred teams. They've yet to win a playoff game. They've yet to win the AFC East, and they were in quite a bit of a lead in this season, and they still couldn't do it. Yeah, they're in a weird spot where the Bills is just like they just need to, a few more things right, and they're on a run. Even in a bad year, I think if the Bills did beat Kansas City, and at the time I was like, oh, they're not beating Baltimore. The way Baltimore showed up in that AFC Championship game. Hindsight, you think, oh, the Bills could have walked may, in there and maybe may, gotten something done. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, the Chiefs are not going to have this talent year in and year out. Let's see if they sign Chris Jones back to long-term money, or do they transition to the offense and try to go get a big-name wide receiver? Yeah. Do they try to, to lure Mike, Mike Evans over and don't let him stay in Tampa with money? By not signing Chris Jones. Maybe, because it's not like they haven't done this before. Mm-hmm. Going to take a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll wrap up the show here on a Friday. you listen to The Extra Point Show, and this is WGR. Well, Holly, that was the only way to do it, so I had to. I told some of my teammates and my coaches, like, if I got a chance in transition, I'm going to launch one. And honestly, I didn't know if it was going to go in, because it was, it was a deep one. But then it goes in, and Coach Wooder calls timeout, and... I'm just thankful to be surrounded by these people, this place. Um, I'm just so grateful, honestly. Caitlin Clark, liar. She knew that was going in. Knew that was going in. Yeah, come on. You cannot be that good. Shoot a 40-footer and think. You know she yelled money as that was in the air. At worst in her head. Yeah. At worst in her head. 
man, she's she is a blast to watch. I'm a college basketball junkie, Joe. You know that. Yeah, I'm. I'm a casual. I like the NCAA tournament, March you're far Madness. More, yeah, you're far I, more I like casual that. than I am. Mm-hmm. I'm a junkie. I mean, like again, I take off for you know March Madness, and I am notorious for staying up till ten at night to watch a Western Athletic Conference basketball. Grand Canyon guys, they're a great team. They're a great team. <laughs> the Mountain West is a blast every single night. There's a game at ten o'clock tonight. Oh, I want to say San Diego State. And oh, who else is playing tonight? New Mexico, thank you. New Mexico and San Diego State at ten o'clock. I'll probably watch it. I'm an absolute junkie for that stuff. And Caitlin Clark has been a blast to watch in women's college basketball. Again, I, I tuned into their tournament to start watching her play because it's that's what you tune in for, especially with basketball, is is those star performances by those star players who are just absolutely absurd at what they do. And and she is yeah. that to a T. And she's just absolutely a ball to watch, and I can't wait to watch Iowa keep going. My uncle's a huge, my uncle and my aunt are huge uh, UConn women's fans as well, and I'm actively going to root against UConn to see Caitlin Clark get something, especially because Angel Reese won last year, and she was super fun after that. Like I have no problem with the trash talking; I loved it. Clark, oh had, yeah, Clark had no problem with it either, so I have absolutely no problem. Ultimate with it. competitors would have no problem with it, exactly. So mm-hmm. Angel got hers. Now I want to see Caitlin Clark get hers because that would just kind of be full circle moment. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Full circle and the creme de la creme to what has been a truly spectacular career up to this point. Yeah. I, had a, up, I, had a, I definitely had a blast today, too, kind of like going through like all these coaches that not necessarily the Bills could have, but just who would you rather have? I'm trying to respond to uh, this Ben um, guy as well. So I'm, I'm trying to do that on Twitter <laughs> as we're going to break. But uh, it's been a blast. Uh, stay tuned later tonight. Uh, we do have Niagara basketball going to be on the station. They're playing at Fairfield. That game will be at 7 o'clock immediately following Shope and the Bulldog. But coming up next following another Sabres shutout loss. Well, oh, they had boy. over 40 shots on goal last night. I do night. not envy Marty Baran and Brian Duff. No, I'll tell you that. no, no. <laughs> Good luck to them. They're coming up next with Sabres Live. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great rest of your weekend. You're listening to There's Point Show here on WGR. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.